and welcome to Growing Pains, the marketing podcast for parent and baby brands who want to grow and get more consistent sales, but without the overwhelm of feeling like you have to be online 24-7. I'm Sophie, your host and a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist who specializes in parent and baby brands, as well as a mum of two girls. Join me each week as I, alongside some wonderful guests, share practical tips and advice about how you can use and combine marketing strategies to get more impact for your effort. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Growing Pains. This week we're talking all about how you can amplify your organic content and basically have more impact with the effort that you're already putting in. And that's one of the fundamental things that I talk about on the podcast and over on my Instagram as well, is that really we don't have time to be creating loads of different content and doing all the marketing things. What we really want to be doing is creating some core content and then making sure as many people as possible can see it. Now, this doesn't have to be really expensive. So the ads I'm talking about today, you can run for as little as like two to three pounds a day In an ideal world, it would be about £5 a day, but it definitely can be less. And you can just leave them ticking over. They can grow your business literally from the content uh, that you've already created. So let's jump in. Last episode, we talked all about how to grow your audience quickly without using ads. Definitely go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. But as a quick overview, we talked about things like collaborating with other businesses on gift guides or doing Insta lives together or giving your customers or clients a taster of the kind of thing that you offer by running workshops or taster sessions. So all of those things definitely take more of an effort than just creating a simple social media post. But I would say 99% of the time will have more impact. So from there, there's two things really. First of all, if you're putting more effort into it, then you want to make sure that it has more long lasting impact. So you really want to be using whatever you created, however you're doing it, whatever kind of collaboration you're doing. Think about how you can use that over the long term. And I'm talking like weeks and months here. And the flip side of that is if you haven't taken any of that action yet, that's fine. And you are creating just social media posts, reels, videos. Then today we're still going to be able to cover things that you can do to amplify the impact of that as well using ads. So we're going to talk about three things today. We're going to talk about how you can get more engagement on your social media, how you can increase the amount of people on your email list, and why video views should be a campaign that everyone should be thinking about as more of a long-term strategy. So let's talk about getting more engagement on your social media. Now, this is a hot topic, I know, because you know, it's a bit depressing, isn't it? When you spend time, whether it's creating a social media post, a reel, or even, you know, going live with someone else, it's a bit depressing when you do that. And, you know, you see your reach is like 50 people and you think, okay, great. You know, 50 people have seen it. Maybe you get a little bit of engagement. Sometimes it feels like the impact it has is not really worth the effort. Now we all know that consistency is key and builds over time. And we don't want to judge our success based on one single post. However, if you've put like quite a key message or, you know, say you're launching a new product or you're launching a sale or there's something that you really want your followers to see or even just a connection piece that you really think will help your followers understand why you do what you do. It's really hard when you do that and no one sees it and you think, oh God, well, what am I going to do now? Should I take it down? Should I do something again next week? So really, this is where we can use ads to really make sure that your followers see it, make sure new people see it and really test what our audience responds to. This isn't just a one-time thing where we'll say, okay, I'm going to put a bit of money behind this post because I want more people to see it. This is something that, you know, it's more of an ongoing test and learn kind of process. 
So I'm going to talk you through a little bit of the logistics of this because I know probably most of you will be thinking, oh, I could just boost a post, right? So I've put a post out there. It's not getting good traction and I really need it to. I'll just boost it. Now, there are some occasions when I would recommend boosting a post, okay? However, they're really, really limited. The majority of time for the majority of people, you're going to be better off setting up an engagement campaign in Facebook Ads Manager. Now, the reason I say this is because the boosting a post functionality is, yes, it's very easy. Yes, it's relatively quick. Yes, Facebook will take your money or Instagram will take your money very quickly. It's all very simple. And going into Ads Manager, setting up an engagement campaign can feel a bit, if you're not used to it, can feel a bit overwhelming. It can feel a bit stressful. It can feel a bit like you don't know what you're doing. So the big kind of advantage of doing an Ads Manager is that you get data. And data really should be feeding your marketing strategy. So if you're not getting any data, which you don't when you boost a post, you're really not understanding how you can do better next time. So with In Ads Manager, you set up an engagement campaign. You then choose your audience. So you can get really specific with your audience. You can pull in all different types of people. And I'd really recommend looking at both a warm audience and a cold audience. You'd have these in two separate ad sets. So they're two separate audiences. The reason why you'd actually promote your post to your warm audience, which is people that are probably already following you on social, already on your email list, maybe have been on your website recently, is because the likelihood is that only a small percentage of them will have even seen the post. So if it's something that you think your warm audience will be interested in, so for example, if you're launching a new product or it's a sale or it's a core message that you want your followers to know about, then definitely use ads to get in front of them. But also we might want to use a cold audience because if we're looking to grow our following as well, then we need new people having eyes on our content as well. So you, that's your two ad sets that you'd set up. And then the actual ads themselves, you would go in and there's a, a drop down quite high up on the ad creation screen that says create a post or a use existing post. So you'd make sure that's on use existing post. You then go on to select post and you can then choose from any of your posts that you've put up. Now, there are some limits to this. You can't choose carousels. You can only choose single images. You also can't choose posts that have tagged products in them either. So you need to play around with it a little bit. Understand if you can't use the post, there'll be a little red triangle and, and you can hover over it and Facebook will tell you why you can't use it. Then what you want to be doing is having at least two ads on at the same time. So you can set your budget to whatever you want it to be, but make sure there's two ads on. And the reason for this is you want to be able to compare their performance. And the sort of things you're going to be looking for are, you know, what are the click-through rates? So that's in the Facebook Ads Manager, that's CTR, and then in brackets, link clicks. So you want to know, you know, how many people are actually clicking on the link, if that's what you're asking them to do. How many people are commenting? How many people are liking? You know, which of those two ads gets the best result? And then once you've got like the winner, turn off the other one and then pull another post through and then run another one up against it. And over time, you'll start to see that there's probably a bit of a trend, like maybe your uh, audience are really interested in uh, flat lays and they respond best to them. Maybe they're interested in pictures of you, or maybe they prefer posts that are really short and to the point. You'll start to see a bit of a pattern and that can help inform your ad strategy later on. So even if you're only running these at the moment, you're getting more eyes on your um, social media, you're getting more engagement on your post, and you're kind of signaling to Facebook that your account is active and engaged. And if you then come to run ads for conversions later on, so to actually get sales, 
A, you'll know what your audience responds to. B, you'll already have a nice pool of warm people there to target. So those are really the big things about getting engagement on your social media. They're things you need to think about. These are all things that I run through with my clients all the time. And if you, if I'm talking in what sounds like riddles and you have no idea what I'm on about, really, really like book a call in with me. You can have, we can have a 15 minute chat. And then if you want to kind of go ahead and I can help you set up the campaign, we could set up an engagement campaign in an hour. That is not a problem at all. We could do a power hour and get this sorted for you. And then it's there in the background. You'd know how to use it. You'd know how to pull posts in and you can just use that going forward. In my group program that I'm launching in June as well, this will be something that's quite fundamental. There's a whole section of the program that looks at audience growth and how you can do that organically and with ads and everything I've talked about and everything I talk about today will be included in that as well. So if you're thinking you might want more of a long-term support, the group program is definitely one you need to listen out to. I will put the link for the waitlist in the show notes and I will update it with a link to the program in future as well once it goes live. Okay, second thing. So you've created a lead magnet. Now, a lead magnet might be a 10% off, especially if you're e-com, that's quite common. It might be the gift guide that I suggested in the last episode. It might be that you want to use your workshop or taster session as a lead magnet and make it into something that's recorded and that people can access at any time by you know signing up to your email list it could be that you collaborate with someone else you know for a live and then you do a follow-up you could do some kind of valuable content for your customers or a discount code for each other's customers and then you could use that as a lead magnet as well so there's loads of different options for your lead magnet but if you've gone to the time and effort of creating one you really need to be getting people on your list, right? So it's all very well. I see this really often. People create a lead magnet. They spend loads of time setting up the tech and, and everything. But then if no one's actually going to sign up to your list because you're not promoting it or you're not getting enough people on your website to see the pop-up, then there's kind of no point, right? So you need people on your list and you can use ads to do that. Now, again, you would be looking at your warm audience to target people on your warm audience but really importantly you'd want to exclude your email subscribers on this because obviously they've already subscribed so we don't really want them uh, getting the ads because that is uh, pointless paying for them so we really want people maybe who've been on your website and haven't signed up or are on your social media and haven't signed up so that's definitely one audience I'd look at and again I'd also look at the cold audience as well you want new people on your email list you want to be growing your audience all the time filling the top of that funnel with new people So, yep, you could use ads. Now, Facebook is transitioning over at the moment. So there's two different types of objective selection. Now, on one, if you've got like the old style, which has like four columns, you would be looking at conversions for this. If you've got the new style, which is a list of about eight, then you'd be looking at leads for this. And this one you would be setting up for uh, optimizing for people who are going to likely to give you their email address. And you're going to be setting up a landing page or direct them to your landing page if you've already got one. Setting up your audiences, so warm and cold. And then in the ad, you're going to make sure you're really clear what they're going to gain. You're going to make sure you have the call to action as like either sign up or I think there's subscribe as well. So you probably want to test both of those as the buttons. And then I would use short and sweet copy. Keep it quite clear, quite simple. um, And make sure you call out exactly who you're talking to in the copy as well. So again, a really great way of getting um, more people onto your email list is using ads for that. Now, finally, 
The third one I want to talk about today is video views. Now, um, if you've done any videos in the past, especially ones that are kind of designed to either offer value, warm your audience up, make people aware of who you are, brand building, that sort of thing. These are really great videos to have running on like, again, two to three pounds a day in the background and they will literally be going out to ideal clients these are great for building brand awareness and they also one of the key things here is that because people are staying on facebook they're watching the video facebook can track everything they do so facebook owns all of the data we're not sending anyone off to a website page or a landing page or anything like that so it's really great data for future campaigns. And this is why I said it's a bit of a long-term strategy because say you're, you know, you're launching something in September or, you know, Black Friday and Christmas are a really big deal for you. You really need to make sure that you're keeping people warm, you're pe keeping people engaged and you're bringing new people into your world and warming them up. Now, you don't necessarily want them to do anything at the moment. So it might be that you just want to nurture them for the next two to three months, you know, and invest in that kind of nurturing so that you, when you're ready to launch or you're ready to have new products, you've got those people there. Now, obviously, we all want purchases all of the time and it's really hard sometimes to invest in these campaigns without any direct without any direct impact on your income straight away and I do get that and often you know when I work with clients we'll set up a video views and then we will maybe try and get those people who've watched say 50% of the video to sign up to their email list and we would retarget those people who've watched 50% with an ad to say sign up to our email list and that sort of thing or you can retarget and ask them for the purchase. But in terms of this episode, we're talking about amplifying your organic content. So if you have a video that's done quite well, then definitely, you know, put a little bit of spend on it, grow that warm following, and then you can either use it in your current ads or in the future as well. Video is a really great way to build connection with your audience. And this is a really great strategy if you have a plan and you know what's coming and you kind of in the build up to something. Now, on that note, having a plan and knowing what's happening in the next three to six months is something that I know people struggle with. And I know that Often we find ourselves in the day-to-day -day of our business and we're literally just getting stuff done, getting a social media post out, trying to get an email out, just trying to get more sales, thinking thinking about do we really need to join TikTok? Should I be doing more PR? Maybe I should be focusing on Google shopping ads. Like, do I need to do Facebook ads? Like, it can feel really overwhelming when there's so many different options out there. So I have got a new program launching in June, which I will be talking a lot more about. And it's for parent and baby brands who really want to get a grip on their marketing, like get a plan together, stop the overwhelm, stop the procrastination and really get to the point where you know what you're doing each week. You've got a plan. You know exactly what you need to do in the build up to a launch or a new product or for Christmas or to a peak period or whatever it is that you're doing you know you've got a marketing plan for it and you know exactly what you need to do and when you need to do it so that you're not feeling overwhelmed and stressed. And one of the biggest things really is just thinking about it all the time, even when you're not working. Like that work-life separation is just really, really hard when you run your own business. And 99% of the time, you probably don't have enough time to do everything you want to do. So you've really got to nail down on things that are working for you and be really, really laser focused on getting results and what you're doing. So that's kind of what the program's about. I've been hinting at it for a little while. It will have Facebook ads in it. It's a good chunk of it, but it is actually much more about broad marketing. It's about making sure your website is set up for conversions. It's about really sorting out your social media so you've got a strategy and 
You don't feel like you have to be on it 24-7. You've got a plan. You know what you're doing and it actually makes an impact. Um, and then your email marketing as well. Looking at those automations, like how often are you sending emails? How often do you need to be sending emails? How can we get automation set up so that things just work without you needing to be in doing your marketing day in, day out? And you can actually run your business and have a life as well, which is lovely, right? So there'll be loads more on that coming soon. If you're interested and you know it's something you want to sort out, then make sure you drop me a DM over on Instagram, which is at the underscore social underscore pod. I'll also put a link to the waitlist in the show notes. And I can't wait to share more about that over the next few weeks. As always, thank you so much for listening. I love to hear when you listen to the podcast and if you feel like it's been helpful. So please you keep sending me those messages and I will speak to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. And if you have enjoyed these podcast episodes, I'd really love to ask you to leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Reviews are one of the major ways that Apple ranks their podcasts and it only takes a few seconds but really does make a massive difference to new people finding me. Thank you again for joining me, Sophie, in this episode of Growing Pains. See you next time.